0: In the first year of Darius, son of Ahasuerus, by birth mede who became king over the realm of the Chaldeans, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, perceived in the books the number of years that according to the word of the Lord to the prophet Jeremiah must be fulfilled for the devastation of Jerusalem, namely 70 years. Then I turned to the Lord God to seek an answer by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession, saying, Ah, Lord, great and awesome God, keeping covenant with the steadfast love with whose love you and keep your commandments, we have s- sinned against, we have sinned and done wrong, acted wickedly and rebelled turning aside from your commandments and ordinances. We've not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princes and our ancestors and to all the people of the land. Righteousness is on your side, O Lord, but open shame as at this day falls on us, the people of Judah, the inhabitants of Jerusalem and all Israel, those who are near and those who are far away, in all the lands to which you have driven them because of the treachery that they have committed against you. Open shame, O Lord, falls on us, our kings, our officials, and our ancestors, because we have sinned against you. To the Lord our God belong mercy and forgiveness for we have rebelled against him and have not obeyed the voice of the Lord our God by following his laws, which he set before us by his servants, the prophets. All Israel has transgressed your law and turned aside, refusing to obey your voice. So the curse and the oath written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, have been poured out upon us because we have sinned against you. He has confirmed his words, which he spoke against us and against our rulers by bringing upon us a calamity so great that what has been done against Jerusalem has never before been done under the whole heaven. Just as it is written in the law of Moses, all this calamity has come upon us. We did not entreat the favor of the Lord our God, turning from our iniquities and reflecting on his fidelity. So the Lord kept watch over this calamity until he brought it upon us. Indeed, the Lord our God is right in all that he has done, for we have disobeyed his voice. And now, O Lord our God, who brought your people out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand, and made your name renowned even to this day, we have sinned, we have done wickedly O oh Lord in view of all your righteous acts let your anger and wrath we pray turn away from your city of Jerusalem your holy mountain because of our sins and the iniquities of our ancestors Jerusalem and your people have become a disgrace among our neighbors now therefore O oh our God listen to the prayer of your servant And to his supplication, and for your own sake, Lord, let your face shine upon your desolated sanctuary. Incline your ear, O my God, and hear. Open your eyes and look at your desolation and the city that bears your name. We do not present our supplication before you on the ground of our righteousness, but on the ground of your great mercies, O Lord, hear. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, listen and act, and do not delay. For your own sake, O my God, because your city and your people bear your name. While I was speaking and was praying and confessing my sin, the sin of the people of Israel, and presenting my supplication before the Lord, my God, on behalf of the holy mountain of my God, While I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I had seen before in a vision, came to me in swift flight at the time of the evening sacrifice. He came and said to me, Daniel, I have now come out to give you wisdom and understanding. At the beginning of your supplications, a word went out, and I have come to declare it, for you are greatly beloved. So consider the word, and understand the vision. Seventy weeks are decreed for your people and your holy city to finish the transgression, to put an end to sin, and to atone for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal both vision and prophet, and to anoint a most holy place. Know therefore and understand From the time that the word went out to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until the time of an anointed prince there shall be seven weeks and for 62 weeks it shall be built again with streets and moat but in a troubled time. After the 62 weeks an anointed one shall be cut off and shall have nothing and the troops of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. Its end shall come with a flood, and to the end there shall be war. Desolations are decreed. He shall make a strong covenant with many for one week, and for half of the week he shall make sacrifice and offerings cease, and in their place shall be an abomination that desolates until the decreed end is poured out upon the desolator. This is the word of the Lord.
1: All right, who wants to put their hand up and give me a summary of that reading? <laughs> well well done, Judy. That was uh, very well read. Thank you. Uh, it's enjoyable to listen to your reading. Uh, Proverbs thirteen twelve says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a a longing fulfilled. Hope fulfilled is a tree of life. Uh, This morning, uh, we're talking about uh, rituals. Uh, Rituals as as a pathway of approach and response, how we can draw near to God and respond to the world that we're in. So as we think about that, what's, what's our response to hope deferred? I really want this, but it hasn't yet happened. I really long for this time, but it hasn't arrived. I just wish things would work better, but it isn't quite working. What, what's our response to when hope is deferred. I wanted to get into this course. I wanted to go on this trip. I wanted to purchase this property. What's our response to hope deferred? Uh, Often it can be despair. Often it can be wonder. Is God with me? Does God care? Am am I important? Uh, Do I matter? Is this ever going to happen? Maybe when hope deferred, is deferred for you, you find that you run to something, you may busy yourself up with life, maybe you don't sleep well, maybe you, you, you struggle, maybe you eat lots. Um, ice cream can be good when hope is deferred, I've heard. <laughs> this morning we're talking about uh, learning to wait. Uh, none of us lives in a, in a place of heaven on earth all the time. And so what that means is all of us learn to wait for the good that God has prepared in advance for us. Uh, Daniel this morning uh, and God's people are learning to wait. Daniel is a a leader appointed by God who uh, is unique. He he carries both the heart of God and he also carries the heart of people. Uh, You you would have heard uh, through, and we're on page 726 of our pew bibles you you would have heard that daniel said righteousness is on your side O lord but open shame as it is this day falls on us daniel speaks as a leader recognizing that the people of god are in exile because of what they've done And he recognizes that God in sending them into exile is completely righteous. He's done what is necessary and right in order to bring about redemption to the people. And yet Daniel carries the heart of the people saying how long effectively to the Lord? How long? Uh, Forgive us, Lord. Restore us. Act and do not delay for your own sake. Why does uh, Daniel say in... um, verse 19 for your own sake oh my god because your city and your people bear your name because he's reminding god that when his people aren't going well uh, people look and go oh is that god really god is the person that they follow the one true god or is there another and daniel is reminding god that his people that bear his name are in a place of shame and need restoration in order that his name will be lifted up. I wonder if you've ever thought about that. When hope is deferred in you and you are downcast, as a person that bears his name, uh, God desires to lift you up and restore you to a place where you bring glory through your display of others. Uh, That verse at the start, hope deferred makes the heart sick when someone's heart is sick at one level they're not a beacon they're not a light shining out into the world for God but when in hope is fulfilled when someone is full of hope they are a tree of life what does that mean the God who created life through hope fulfilled in you extends life to others so back to Daniel and God's people there was a generation of people that did the wrong thing they were in exile for a little longer than just the generation of those who did wrong. Sometimes we, we find ourselves in a place of waiting as a result of things we've done. Sometimes we find ourselves in a place of waiting because of things that others have done. And in that place of waiting, what's really important is that we pursue connection. Connection with God and connection with people who can encourage us. And so that first thing we did around food was the, the first point of the message today that when we find ourselves waiting, often what we want to do is run away. But what we need to do is to connect with God and others. And as we connect with God and others, we can celebrate. That was the first thing we did, <laughs> uh, what God has already done. Uh, we're, we're reminded in this passage of, of uh, how God is the one that brought them out of Egypt, the, the, the God who has worked before. We celebrate to remember who he is. But then a necessary part, and a part we don't often land in, is a, is a place of needing to lament. That is, uh, we, we lament uh, that we're in a place where we haven't yet arrived where hope has been fulfilled. Uh, one of the ways that God calls us to lament is in prayer. And so I'm going to give us a, a, about a minute uh, to just bring some of the things where our, our hope is deferred. Our, we don't have what we long for before God. Uh, so just in your own words, tell him, God, this is heavy on my heart. And then is going to come up and lead us in a time of prayer. So I'll say a little prayer and then I'll give you a little bit of time to pray and then Kirsty will lead us in prayer. Uh, so Lord, thank you that you see our hearts and you know our circumstances. Thank you that in each one of us your, your name is written. Thank you that uh, when... We find ourselves in a place of unfulfilled hope. Uh, You desire to restore us even more uh, than we long for in ourselves. And Lord, thank you that we can bring our lament, our our sad song before you. Uh, So Lord, we we do that in this time now. So just quietly between you and God, uh, whisper to him uh, the, the longing of your heart yet fulfilled. Uh, then the next uh, step uh, we're talking about in the uh, ritual of waiting is silence. Uh, looking through, through Daniel, uh, we see uh, right down near verse uh, 20. Uh, we, we see verse 23. Uh, the, it says, Daniel, I've now come out to give you wisdom and understanding. At the beginning of your supplications a word went out and I have come to declare it for you are greatly beloved. At the beginning of his supplications. What what does that mean? That means before Daniel had even put before God his additions or his, his requests from God, a word went out from God because Daniel was greatly beloved by him in order to encourage him and strengthen him, in order to restore hope to him. Often in that place of lamenting, we may not hit an end, but sometimes we actually need to lament to the point that we've got nothing left to say and can listen in silence to God. What does God want to speak into the space of waiting and so you, you did so well uh, kids included uh, have been silent during that time of prayer i'm going to give you another time of just waiting before god I, I will pray at the start and then i want you to just sit and listen and say god what encouragement do you have for me So, Lord, thank you that even before we send out our supplication, even before we put our requests and our laments before you, the very act of beginning initiates your response. And so, Lord, we, we turn to you and sit and wait in silence uh, how are you wanting to encourage us, God? Where are you wanting to direct our hearts? So, Lord, we pray uh, that you uh, would like with Daniel uh, send angels to give us wisdom and understanding. Uh, continue to reassure us of your, your love and your plan for, for us. Uh, thank you that... Uh, all is made right in your time. Uh, in in the waiting, in the longing, uh, we thank you that you're with us. Continue to sustain us, Lord, with what we need uh, to be restored to hope in Jesus' name. Amen. Second last thing for this morning, the, the message of the cross, the, the message of the resurrection, the Christian message is a message of hope. Uh, we see... Jesus buried in a tomb and then raised to life. What does that tell us? Uh, That God is the God who brings life into dead places. That was the the ministry of Jesus bringing resurrection life. Uh, That's the ministry of the church, seeing dry bones live. That's the heart of God to bring hope where it has been lost. Now, sometimes carrying hope as you wait is a, is a really hard thing because it means having a vision of how things could be, how you'd like them to be, how you think God's been leading you, but living in the present. And that's really hard because sometimes the, the present can feel overwhelming and cause us to lose a vision of hope to come. And that's why we need each other because we need to remind each other that God is a God who is still at work and still fulfilling hope. And as we share testimony with each other of the God who is at work, that encourages each other. But we also need to sit with God and, and hear for Him, from Him, be encouraged by Him to fix our eyes on hope that even in this, God can bring life. Even through this, God can work and bring life. And so as Christians, we're we're a people of hope, uh, where many would have given up hope and said, no, you don't have a chance, and maybe others have told you, you don't have a chance, there's no hope. We're people who continue to look and continue to long, and we do it through our connection, that sharing of life together as we're empowered by his spirit. And one of the ways we renew hope is in, in not just... Uh, fixing our eyes, uh, attending our ears, but in speaking with our lips as we sing together. So I'm going to invite you to stand, and we're going to sing of the living hope that we have in Jesus. Uh, what I want to encourage you to do, to stay standing, is to simplify life. Uh, use this ritual, the ritual of waiting, and, and so to celebrate, connect uh, and lament, practice silence, look for hope as a pattern to live in life that enables you to draw close to God, to respond to life and to be restored to hope. And find the things that tend to hurry you along and crowd out the space for doing this. Set them aside and simplify So you can live devoted towards God.